0: Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Greatest Song You Never Heard podcast with Chris Cochran and Phil Anderson. I am Phil. Chris, say hello. Hello. You can say more than that if you'd like. Are you
1: Phil or full?
0: Well, people listening to this podcast may be full of Phil Mm. at Mm. some point. Because you know I like to yap yap my jaws. I don't even know the right... (laughs) eh. Anyway, this is a podcast where we get together and we once was there was an episode recently where we someone snuck in two songs. That's true and a commercial. That's true. Uh, but generally it's one song uh, that we think nobody has heard. and we're wondering why the hell not. Right? I mean, there is so much music out there and yet much uh, there are some great songs that just have never been heard. Yes. And we hope that we will kind of plant some seeds. On whether it's a new artist, a new band, or some known artists or bands that you just haven't dug deep enough to so hear some of these little gems that some producer at some record label said, this song will never sell. We're not going to put it out there as a single. Right. right. Not that that's the end-all be-all.
1: No, but there's times where they just, whatever reason, there's creative differences and creative right. uh, thinking on what song should be a single. In fact... Um, there are songs oftentimes that get released as a single and for some reason get pulled. Uh, they were planning on releasing one as a single and, and the record company didn't like it or uh, whatever else. I mean, there's a number of songs from the 60s or, that were too provocative.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, how times change. Uh, not they're not produ- provocative enough. Right, right. But you, back in the day, you may know what side A and side B is, but right. many people do not, right? And they put out a single on a 45, 45 RPM, a yes. little disc... That you put a needle on, it would play you music. And side A was the, the released song. Right. That was the single. And they're like, well, we should put on the other side. Ah, put this one on. They slap it on, right? Mm-hmm. Side A doesn't do a lot. Side B gets amazing momentum. And then there yeah. you go. Voila. There yep. are a number of those examples out there. So uh, what do you look for when, when you're actually out looking for music? What what are what captures Chris Cochran?
1: So I took a fairly long road trip from Central New York to New York City last weekend, I think it was, uh, and then the person I was driving with, we were having this exact conversation actually.
0: Interesting.
1: Because we've been doing this show, I've become very introspective about what I value in a song. So what I found is I really, really, really love songs where there's a catchy melody. That I mean, that's got to be that's a given. But it's also got to be the words are the most important part to me. And the words have to be someone conveying a universal truth, but from their perspective. So what I hate are songs where someone's preaching at you about something uh, or songs where someone's trying to evoke emotion. Like, I just want a song where a guy's weeping his eyes out and going, my life sucks balls and I can't help it anymore.
0: So there are lots, lots and lots of artists. Who just want to make it big yes. in the uh, record business, right? right. And music business, and so they look at a list of songs, listen to a list of songs from Nashville writers mm-hmm. who are writing, you know, in theory uh, the next hit. Yes, depending on who sings it, how they play it, you know, all of that, how it's produced, and that's not what you're looking for because that's someone else's song
1: sung by another person yeah you know what I, I mean? mean yeah but I'm okay with that in certain situations okay. like like for me like you know my favorite band of all time is the monkeys and they they got famous by singing other people's songs yeah, right. yeah so they're the songwriters for all the hits that you know are you know uh, Carol King Geffen and King uh, Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart um, Neil Diamond like those are the people that wrote a lot of the songs that we think of as monkey songs right so I'm actually okay with with that what I, again, what I'm looking for is I don't really care who wrote the song. I want it to be sung from the, a personal perspective. I want, um, I, so there's a the guy that created the entire advertising campaign for um, Nike's Live Strong, Just Do It, like all of those, said that whenever he wrote from Nike, he would write with this world famous long distance runner taped to his um, monitor. Right. And he said, I would write to him and allow everybody else to eavesdrop on our conversation. So when I listen to a song, that's what I'm really looking for is someone singing to somebody else and I'm eavesdropping on the conversation. So you have just bridged the gap from
0: the greatest song you never heard podcast to business one oh one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when who's your who's your ideal client? Oh yes, somebody who has a lot of money. Yes. I, I'll sell to anybody. No. You have one person that your yep. your your uh, business is centered around. That is your ideal customer. It doesn't mean you can't sell yes. outside of that, but isn't that interesting? How it that is? is it know? is, and today's
1: song is actually uh, very similar to that, but it's an it's what's been become an anthem for an entire nation, actually. Uh, and so it's a specific song about a specific time of the year. It's become an a- anthem for that nation. And when you hear it, you will actually ask yourself, why is this not a song that everyone's heard before? So are you ready for it?
0: I am. I can't. I am not. I couldn't be any
2: more ready. All right. Here I'm go. so ready. I can't even talk. Do I please on my knees the smell of your fresh cut grass? Blue sky grins for all its sins Look another gorgeous I am yeah. In July, people, come and go It looks like another perfect day, yeah Just to see your striptease show in July, please try your best to stay your lips together Come on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't you feel a bit naughty doing that (laughs) And the baby sucks his thumb To the sound of a steel drum And fountain water
1: can't guess the name of that song my july
0: (laughs) and how apropos yes we are right there yes yes which which is fantastic so um i thank you for that here's what i love about this i i love this song yeah first of all we tout this podcast as the greatest song you never heard Mm -hmm. because most people and we're very transparent most people have not heard these songs we're playing, with the exception of the followers of the artist.
1: Right,
2: right.
0: Which clearly, there were followers of the artist yes. in this concert as they're singing through the song. Yes. So I love that. I love that. I. I'll tell you what. I always get really choked up in a in a live con you know concert. Yes. A live performance, when you know, people are swaying and singing and then the band steps away and the crowd... I mean, things like that really... I'm mean, getting goosebumps thinking about it. I, yes. But it's true, right? Yes. I, it's just like that stuff really gets to me. I love... And then there was a... Supertramp, okay? Did a live album called Paris. And there is was... The, and they're very heavy production building up in this crescendo. And they did this one... I don't even know the song. And it ends. Like the note ends and you hear this half a second of nothing and then the whole crowd <sighs> Yeah. just and it's just listening to that as a as a performer that's what feeds me yes okay and so I I know that feeling and so that's why I feel that way and so any live performance I believe in my heart of hearts no it's not technically better than the studio right but for me it's live and that supersedes everything it doesn't matter if it's live stage Play of a movie. I'll take a live stage play anytime. You never know if there's going to be a mistake. How are the actors going to cover that mistake? Right. And it's the same in music. So I loved it. I also loved single time on the verses. Yes. Double time on the chorus. Yes. And you know, that just amps the energy up. The, The song had energy. But not over the top, mm-hmm. so it it brings you to another level and then brings you back down into a nice, comfortable cadence and rhythm, mm-hmm. and then the chorus brings you back into double time.
1: I liked it. I liked it cool. a lot. Cool, cool. Okay, so, thanks for no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of those songs. Uh, you know how there's certain songs. Everybody, when I say this, you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. There are certain songs that when you hear them, they take you back to a specific era of your oh, life. Absolutely, yeah. this is one of those songs for me. Uh, when I I had quit uh, one career and was starting something else, and I'd started a podcasting company. This takes me back to two thousand five in a in a room about half the size of this one, recording podcasts uh, when nobody knew what a podcast was. Probably better sound. And I got very 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 into um, music from Ireland. Really? Actually, yes. okay,
0: I hear I hear. The Irish accent, now that and, you mention it.
1: And this song is an Irish performer. Uh, and I actually heard this song for the first time. There was a, there's an Irish radio station called, um, uh, what is it called? Live Ireland. You can go to liveireland.ie, I think mm-hmm. it is, or something like that. And all they play is traditional Irish musics. But back when they first started, they had a second channel they would stream, which was modern Irish music that was coming out at the time. And that's great. I mean... It was fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it was rock. It was stuff. And this was one of the songs that got played on that. Well, the funny thing about that modern Irish station was they only had like two hours worth of music and they would just loop it. And I didn't realize it until like the third day in a row that I was listening to it. I'm like, I'm starting to know these songs. How am and I knowing? Like,
0: this? Wow, they're a really heavy rotation. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's
1: exactly what I thought. And they were just literally playing the same exact like... Two hour radio program uh, and this was one of the songs. It's called July. Uh, was it the live version? It was the live version okay. and in fact as far as I can find it's the only version that's been recorded. Kind of like I, Benny and the Jets? Yeah yeah I can't find a studio version of this. Not on any name is regular albums um, and this is one of those songs that in July in Ireland gets played ad nauseum all the time uh, and part of the reason is because if you listen to the words of the song Ireland is a dreary place and July is typically one of those months, the only month of the year that you can count on not dreary. Uh, And so the song is called July. It's from a performer called Mundy, M-U-N-D-Y. I have heard of Mundy. Uh, Mundy has had uh, just a couple of songs. Well, in Ireland, he's an institution. Mm. Like everybody there knows him. That's why you can hear all the people there. They all know this. I mean, they know this song by heart. Right. Um, Right. He actually did a song called... uh, Are you saying
0: heart covered this?
1: <laughs> no, no. no. Okay. No, they did not. Okay. Um, his biggest hit actually is a song called Galway Girl with um a national treasure from Ireland her name is Sharon Shannon and she plays the violin. Um yeah, she plays the violin and she does a violin solo on Galway Girl which is right. another fantastic song that no one's heard and it's just just such a great song.
0: Which this is exactly why we're doing this podcast. It's ex- yes, it is. So you know, I I can't honestly, I can't see anybody not enjoying this not even just not yeah i can tolerate this song this is a fun song it's a really fun song and and i was watching you um listen to this song it's like oh mama oh mama right and then oh mama that little second time through the little mama yeah syncopated thing that you know like when you hear a song over and over and that's a hundred times right yeah so the Rusted Root song that we did uh, a little, you know, not too long ago. That one I've listened to over and over and over. So I know every syncopated yes. rhythm. You know every syncopated little nuance of this song.
1: And there's some actual Irish-isms in this song. In fact, if you're listening to this, I would encourage you to... There's a line he says... um he uses the phrase babarama everywhere. Yeah, I was
0: looking at it right there, babarama everywhere. And
1: then he says, "I can't sit on my pocket trout, so I lay back in my easy chair." Um, just look up what pocket trout is and you'll you'll understand. It's a really funny term actually, but uh, anyway, this is Monday, 2002. The name of the song is called July. It's from an album called Monday Live July. Like literally that's what it is and there's like three songs on the album. You can find it on Amazon. Uh, and he is just a fantastic fantastic singer. I love all of his stuff. That's um, fun.
0: Yeah very fun good yeah. job Chris thank you. you you nailed this one and I had—I I knew I was, was not going to know the artist I, I did get the name right only because it's fairly
1: obvious <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's true Phil where can people find us on the internets
0: well if you're uh, hanging out on Twitter you can find us at G-S-Y-N-H podcast uh, and of course on Facebook we are the greatest song you never ever heard and why even go to social when you can find us right there on the web at the Greatest Song You Never Heard.com. That's it. We're done. Next week.
1: Phil's going to bring a song next week.
0: I am going to bring a song. And I can't <laughs> wait. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.